0: To the Chalky Podcast. My name is Sebastian. My name is Jose. Guys. How you doing? Good brother. You look the same. <laughs> Maybe it's filming the same day right now. Possibly. No, never. No, it's it's, it's life. It's, it's all life. Uh, so today we're going to talk about signs of a bad truck. Red flags. Buying a new truck is going to be a thing in 2021. End of the year. This is pre-New um, Year's Eve, New Year's Eve kind of um. Episode, people are thinking about. I'm getting hit up a lot. Hey, I'm buying a truck. What would you, what would you? Recommend? Your goals for 2021, starting to. Yeah, we. I have that a lot. A lot of guys are are hitting yeah. me up, and in comments we also have a lot of, um you know, requests. Which we, I have an idea how we could maybe help out with that. Maybe if somebody finds a listing, we can set up a platform where they can submit it or call in and tell us what they have, and we can we can help out with that. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, uh we would like to do some kind of a help out with buying right we not necessarily always have the ability to go out and i've we've we've helped a decent amount of subscribers yeah we have with buying schwacks but it has to come here uh we just we have we have no capacity to leave the shop and we we can uh, do an inspection we're tight right now yeah yeah and hopefully
1: hopefully down the line we'll be able to do it
0: yeah that, that is the goal that's we, the goal we, yeah. it would be also good content you know yeah. if we go and shoot it but w- that requires uh techs so if you know somebody that's looking for work and is a good good passionate tech, tech that loves like geeking out on yeah. trucks and send, send us them. our way exactly we'll visit us we're we're here every day on sunday evening after church <laughs> <laughs> um signs of a bet truck so red flags um I
1: would say right off the bat would be, same like if you were buying a car, you check the oil. Uh, mm-hmm. Oil cap. You remove it, check if there's any condensation. Where is it coming from? Mm-hmm. Blow by. Coolant? Yeah, blow by. Let, let it warm up.
0: I would say idle. Idle, yeah. How it's idling. Um, is it, it noisy? Hard to start? Yeah. It's easier to say for us because we know our trucks and we know how engines should sound but how what do you want to look for if actually somebody that is not familiar with an engine uh running or you know you don't have that that ear for what would you say is something that you you should something you want to look out for? for is definitely like a, a loud tick or
1: any loud knocking obviously mm-hmm. something um on the overhead a rough idle Rough idle uh, uh, Meaning uh, Look at the RPM You know how the ISX I'm not too sure If you came across Those uh, ISX They have that rough idle When they're cold
0: They do But what about The DD15 In the Detroit With the fluctuating yeah. RPM When they yeah. when there's a, Either oil pump Or something's going on yeah. Right uh, so, so that Idle Is Important But yes Some
1: of them have that The cold start uh, Series 60 Those are really rough In the, uh, the cold yeah, start Yeah
0: um, serious so Detroit's comments i would say um right would you yeah. agree with me or no yeah comments yeah on the rougher side yep. as far as idle morning cold starts but yep. i would like to more focus on the you know the engine is just not healthy you know so blow by definitely rough idle uh, look at the oil that's the number one thing
1: uh, if it was recently uh rep- changed then uh it's a little bit tougher
0: you're not going to tell yeah but it also d- d- depends on where you're buying from but look no regardless look at the oil yeah and if it's been changed you just seen you see new filters and but the blow by in that definitely that could be one red flag right the the, the rpm and the uh, uh, engines are just not running right have do cold starts always I mean, don't start a truck. I wanna want to start it when I get yeah. there. I look at the exhaust, right? That's, that's also important. Uh, why would you want to look at the exhaust?
1: You want to look if there's any uh, exhaust um, oil coming out of the exhaust or mm-hmm. any fuel coming out. Obviously, sometimes you are going to have some overfueling when it's cold.
0: Yeah, it is. But if it's excessive. If it's excessive, then, then you got yeah. a bat's uh, injector somewhere. Squirrels are a sign of just being parked <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> like, I've seen that too um what's <laughs> what's next
1: uh oil leaks that's a really common thing and i'm pretty sure everybody's scared of oil leaks
0: mm-hmm.
1: particularly in d13, D3- d13 favorite 13. leaks are where on the cylinder head on the right right hand side it's a really common uh, mm-hmm. leak right there timing cover on the rear um you got your arm harness harness injector which harness which is also D12 issue too that was a big uh, was, issue yeah. with the D12
0: do you you want to explain why
1: the D12 the way, the way it sits yeah. and then you got the harness all in right the way in the back, in yeah. The back yeah. yeah
0: so instead of leveling the engine they figured in the D13 hey let's just flip it flip it yeah <laughs>
1: Really good engineering <laughs> right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's,
0: just, uh, that's just easier. But no, it's still on an angle because um, the D13 has also uh, the the same similar issue. It does, but not as bad though. No, not as not bad. As bad. Yeah, no, not as bad. No, it's right. more like a seepage rather than a leak. But I don't think it's a it's a it's a Volvo or not Volvo issue. I think it's across the board the engine harness, all injectors, all that. Same with the Series sixty; those leak in the back all the time. Yeah. Um but where's so so that those are the leaks those are red flags that you want to address um, I would say the most important one being that harness because that's going to cause a lot of electrical issues you're going to see that on the dash yeah you got that oil and it's going to be it will it's run it's from, reason, that, from it's there from it resistance resistance
1: exactly yeah yeah so you might have a miss every now and then on the injectors yeah so the, the drier the engine the better the yeah. wetter
0: the engine the, the more you're you you're risking here, especially the. look when the engine's leaking and it's a it's a you know let's say i don't know pre two thousand six seven um not that big of a deal, yeah. but if you start have going into the all the emissions and now then that's gonna trigger a lot of uh, electrical issues i yeah. would I would go further and say pre two thousand i don't care it's gonna it, leak if it has a, if it it's leaking right yeah uh, with that said. And, and we're talking about red flags and what when to kind of uh, n- ask some more questions and raise, hey, this is a red flag, this is a red flag, and kind of maybe have a form of elimination like this many red flags I'm walking away. But if somebody's not going to let you do an oil sample, that's also a red flag. Uh, right red thing, flag. Yeah. Even though um, it changes how you're buying trucks and h- if your expertise gets better, then that oil sample it's still very important, but not necessarily always, um, you know, stops you from buying Buying a truck. truck, But if somebody's being very weird about it or difficult to have you do that, then that's a red flag. I think it's good to know.
1: Recently I had a, we had a subscriber come in. I'm not sure if I told you, Jack, he brought a truck after the last time you met him, Mm -hmm. another D 12. He, it looked like a better frame everything was a l- on a lot better condition only th- only issue was he had a lot of oil coming out of the cylinder number one he didn't catch it and i i saw that right away and he's like "Whoa, well, that's yep, an indication that of worn it. cylinder yeah
0: yeah was it the one he brought to the shop he brought
1: he brought a green one one time and then i believe uh it was on a friday he brought a red one
0: that was the one you told me i wasn't here yes yeah, so correct. shout out to jack, jack thank you for yep. support man uh, yeah, I don't think um, uh, you didn't tell me about that, but that's that's no, a good that's yeah. A good and that point. one was pushing oil out of the exhaust manifold. Obviously, yeah. that cylinder is worn out. Yeah, and that he was he was actually pre um, set up to to be able to pull the oil sample, and, yeah. I, and I would. And again, there are a few labs that you can do it quickly within a week. Yeah. Um, so look it up. I'm not gonna. Sponsor anybody. Sponsor anybody. <laughs> we're open. We're open. Send us an email. Um, what I would say another le- red flag is swaps from auto to, tr- to manual. Yeah, we've seen that. we seen yeah. that. Anyway. Why would why would be a red flag, though? Because if it's not done properly. If
1: it's not done properly, it's going to cause you electrical issues down the line. And then, you know, the guy he might know what he's doing and then you have the guys that are not properly splicing properly putting heat shrink or etc and then you have resistance corrosion yeah. gauges not working speed losing speed uh mm-hmm. the speed speedometer yeah um what else the holes being cut on the cab yeah
0: that's 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 a big one that's, that's exhaust one. going into the cab but we I, I brought it up because I've we've had in the past few situations where and we had a truck that was like hmm you know I bought not knowingly some time ago a truck that I didn't know was swapped because I was I bought it through a text message did you? <laughs> With n- Not somebody I know um, he didn't I don't think he knew it was a quick deal it, I mean you know I got my money back at like Immediately, but it was it was causing issues. We needed to address a lot of those electrical issues and that would be a red flag next. what do you think? What do you got over there? uh written down uh rust that's mm-hmm. a huge yeah. one yeah uh, big. Volvos
1: we've mentioned uh rust mm-hmm. under the cab under the cab, the floor uh frame rails. We actually got a video out there of what to look out for. Mm-hmm. We haven't done one yet on the frame rails no what's a common spot? That no. they rushed out. We should.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Next time we come across one, we should have done it. Uh, 80, 82 before we jumped.
0: We, it. we did, but did, did we? We did. I think we should talk about how the cab is leaning, m- because that's one of the indicators that could be, you know, either collapsing, the rails are collapsing in the back, or you have to look at. The back and how the cab is... In, in if it's shifted to either Rust versus cab mounts. Yeah. Because, you know, you could have old shocks, old airbags in the back that also will, will do the same thing. But exactly. that's something that you want to look at for sure. Is it rust or is it actually just uh, components? Components uh, that are worn out. Worn out. But rust is. Rust killed some good trucks that we had with even low mileage. Oh, I really regret um, the, that one of the D12s we had. It was really a low mileage for D12. But the rust killed it. And it was a good investment for us, uh, but I wish that truck you know lived a little longer. Um, what else do you think? like visually looking at hey um, you know I'm approaching the truck I'm looking and buying something uh, if if I see um, from the outside
1: cosmetically do you want I guess you want to take a look at if it if it's it, important if to if you it's yeah. if it's important to you yeah, yeah. but I think tires hood if, it's, if it comes down to a volvo hood absolutely if
0: cosmetic because but that's both cosmetic and function and function of that part is and it's super expensive to fix yeah. on any, any truck um, so that, that's a good one that's um, definitely something to look another at another
1: issue with, let's say and
0: how it opens it's important yeah so different design uh, is it has it been updated or swapped I mean for a newer part because the Coronados with the spring it's not that big of a deal, but them they, being hard it, to open up it is yeah, and then now they're getting the stru- they're they're wearing out on the inside they're wearing the the the, the truck itself on the side the yeah you know but that's a good one I would say tires tires yeah
1: take a look at how they're wearing out mm-hmm. if they're wearing out if you have new tires then I would definitely right away get the kingpins checked out mm-hmm. You don't want to
0: damage those brand new tires that you got on there. Yeah. Can you check uh, kingpin uh, visually at a parking lot without lifting it?
1: It's Not. Very r- it's very hard. Yeah. Because it could be either the hub or it could be the. You you got to
0: jack it up. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Misalignment but that should be asked. That sh- if you do take it to a shop for a pre-purchase inspection, ask them to do that. Yeah. Because if you have old tires, you will see by the wear. If you have a new tire, then it's either hiding or it's been fixed. So yeah. you want to make sure yeah. it's been
1: fixed. But well, yeah. If the kingpins were done recently you'd be able to see a brand new bearing new gaskets up on top yeah. stuff yeah. like that yeah so new cotter pins you'll see new cotter pins because components were removed link,
0: pivot arm etc but if you see new tires on old rusty ones that means you definitely have to check it out yeah for sure anything else you want to add like what's a red flag when you're thinking you know looking at a truck or walking up to it I mean, the trash interior, things like that. That's definitely something that red flag. Another one would be
1: when we've came across those, across those trucks that you have drivers that like to work on their own trucks, but then they start splicing here, splicing there. Mm-hmm. That's a big,
0: yeah, it is. It, you, it's a good point. Self fixing saves money, but if it's not done properly, it's going to cost, uh, maybe not the owner, but the next person. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of money into trying to figure out how many harnesses we had to figure out Somebody is splicing Splicing things up. And and not properly. And not not properly and then changing things and all of a sudden we have a puzzle of, you know, 1,000 piece puzzle to figure out for a stupid headlight. Yeah. Not only that, but it
1: also comes down to if you do a repair, secure it properly. So you don't have wires rubbing up against a frame rail, shorting out,
0: etc. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But i think um those are the most important ones engine idle how it runs oil leaks harness especially um oil sample it uh transmission swaps rust is it is it rusted out and the history knowing the history you know the the fleet buying is is good because you know there 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 were no corners cut for sure but you also fleets don't do certain things when they know they're dumping it which is a double-edged sword yeah so that's definitely we know of some um fleets i know of some fleets that would you once know, they get to a certain amount mm-hmm. 400 450 yeah. let's and start it's different fleet has different different approach to that right um why would you bother with a truck that that the warranty's out and the, you know now we have to figure out uh, and it's usually the medium sized fleets,
1: yeah, because if you're in a bigger fleet, then you really you want that, that truck uh, running but it's, but it's line. also
0: like look at sh- let's say Schneider and let's look at, at some other smaller um, I don't know I'm trying to figure out, but I would tell you that everybody has a different approach to that the, the, the mileage range, yeah. and from what I think Schneider has the most successful team looking at fuel efficiency. And i'm i'm by i'm probably you know i'm not exaggerating but i've had really good experience with how they spec their fleets and, and they spend a lot of money on fi- trying to figure that out and and have an efficient fleet. so uh, i i'm not aware of jb Hunts to be honest with you if you're comparing the big ones because they're under the radar white trucks they're just going to the market right with the orange schneider yeah. trucks yeah. it's easy to kind of see what they're with what they were doing and how they're specking but i would like to learn about that a little bit more um awesome certainly for us for me the decisions on unifying the fleet was a was it's 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 a must and the bigger you get you have to do it uh help sudden every level lower expenses for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. simplify even even training our techs. yeah you know you can you can be very specific you, you know um at what's going on on the floor you can have a guy that's an entry-level mechanic to a medium uh, level pretty quickly by certain things that you're just overseeing how he's doing and then he's going to be comfortable working on the same truck all the time. When you throw different engines on a, on, on them, it's just going to be like, you know, they will not retain the info as quickly, I think. It's practice. That, that's practice, yeah, but it's, I
1: don't know, I could be wrong. It's always never, this goes for anything. You never want to be in that comfort zone
0: yeah or that's that's called growth mindset and you want to learn and have that Some a lot of i feel like decent amount of i'll specifically say tax here will be like you know not everybody's like hey not every shop will allow them to mess up you know we've talked about it before yeah, you're, yeah. You're, the shop's paying for the mistakes so be so so that's that's the risk here if you're willing to go there and the the, the management sees it then great but if you keep repeating that mistake then it's that's a big no then it's a big lo- loss of money yeah. for for the shop so that's why having an opportunity to learn from somebody and, and somebody guiding you um, is is a great opportunity but it's stressful because you know it costs money it's it's so but you know that's a different topic i think it's you know investing in one's knowledge and investing in yourself and investing in, in expanding and being better at what are you doing? You like the challenge of having different things and having hard things to solve. I'm thinking more about across the board, our shop in general, how do you take and elevate everybody else's skills with the comfort level of them knowing and what's allowed, how they're allowed to fail. And do they really want to do Do that? they want to push themselves? Because yeah. They're just going to keep failing if they're not interested in, in, in progressing in their skills and being awesome Text. yeah like you
1: mentioned they got perfect anybody that comes to the door perfect opportunity to learn and that goes i would say well no. we can't say for every shop like no. you mentioned
0: because no. ev- not every shop to allow you just to Just from our experience yeah 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 we we definitely are assembling our team that way and uh, growth is the way to go so Absolutely. appreciate you brother um it's happy new year and i say 2021 what do you think are we going to double the size triple the size uh let's triple the size <laughs> let's triple the size and let's find some good people on uh, and, and teams for truck you interviews and i would say more people sh- creating with us i really want to um create Just do more interviews that we can yeah we can help all that people so um thank you guys for watching happy new year uh subscribe subscribe if you like the episode and, and happy all the best in 2021
1: that's all for the best